I'm Sophie Little. And I'm Anna Perro, and together we run Soundchart. It's a not-for-profit podcast studio and production hub. We've been making audio for a long time and running business is quite a new territory for us. So this show is all about laying bare the highs and lows of it and our juggle with parenthood. As well as celebrating the amazing sounds that we hear along the way and talking about the podcasts that we should all be listening to. I'm going to be playing out something that got recorded in my house this week. It's super personal and it captures the essence of the person recording it. And we are swapping podcasts later as well. Mine is perfect if you love an intelligent chat back in time. And I'm going to tell you about a narrative podcast. It's a little bit true crime, but really it's more about women and kinship. It's amazing. We start with the good bits, bad bits bit of our week. And last week, we told you about the energy bills that we've been dreading for the last few months, which could quite literally wipe out our business before it's even truly begun. Right. Number 13, unlucky for some. What's number 13? The bus number. I thought you were talking about a sound yard. It's like it's not number 13. <laughs> it's 132. 132. I can see envelopes on the floor. I can. How many do you think there are there? Six. How many months have we been here? Is it eight? I can't remember. Seven, eight. I don't want to do it. I feel <laughs> sick. <laughs> what do you think? Are we thinking 3,000, 4,000 pounds totaling? I think, well, I was massively out with eight, but... Somewhere between three and five? three and five, yeah, between three and five, yeah. Can we survive three? With a payment plan, yeah. Can we survive five? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Cup of tea first? Yeah, cup of tea first. I think we just need to rip open those bills. We've left us long enough. Okay, right, let's just do it. Pass do, me how one. How do you want to do, do it? One. Do I think we just both do, do a couple. What do you well, think? there's more than a couple. <laughs> how many are there? We've got six. So three each? Yeah, okay. Are we going to just rip them open and like a pulling a plaster off or what? I just don't. I just feel, right, this could be in a very depressing episode. We are rolling the dice here, aren't we? <laughs> You might hear us <laughs> weeping in a second. Okay, right. right. If it's if it's three thousand, we can do a payment plan. It's going to be fine. If it's five, I think we just have a bit of a cry and then we sort it out. What month have you got? July. Oh, well, we only, we're only in there for half a half of July. Well, even so, that's that seems very low. Twelve pounds. Twelve pounds. <laughs> For July? For July, okay. No, what were we doing in July? We didn't have any power tools on or anything in July. Okay, so, so that's probably just standing charges. Right, what have I got? October. <gasps> Sophie! Yes? It's £74.99. <laughs> it's £74.99! It's not £1,000! Our maths is terrible! <laughs> <laughs> what have we done? I feel so giddy. Do you think they've made a mistake? This so, is August £33. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my. Surely they haven't goodness. got it wrong and then in one month it's going to be like a th- like millions. 
£117 for December. That's still... We used a lot of heating. Yes, we're basically living here. (gasps) September, £53. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I feel so happy. Oh, Sophie, I could cry. £95.82 for November. Is that it? Is that all of them? We thought this was going to be between three and five thousand pounds. (laughs) I feel so happy. I can't believe that. It's under three hundred (laughs) pounds. So this is definitely good news. (laughs) This is the good bit. I, I'm absolutely flabbergasted. I think we're going to need to pause this and come back because I just need to process it. Would you like a hug? <laughs> I think I do. Other good bits for this week. Mm-hmm. Gas bags Gas- is, is alive. It's been in the world for one whole week. And we've heard from people that have listened to it. And you've liked it, which yes. is amazing. Thank you for getting in touch. And you're listening to this episode too. So <laughs> things are going well. Things are going well for you and us. <laughs> it's been truly very exciting. And we've loved the comments and we've loved people getting in touch and um, some people mucking out their horses whilst listening to us. Charming. Um <laughs> Other people um, are offering to get in touch and help with the bill. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's so kind. I think we can cover it. We can cover We're that. Fine. It's not. It, I just yeah. You had a birthday this week in the Famalam. We did have a birthday. My eldest turned six this week. It was really exciting Aww. and lovely. And uh, we're celebrating bits like that. I know that's not strictly business, but we always wanted family to be firmly embedded in what we're doing with our work and the strive for a work life balance. But we're getting there. I don't know about you. I always feel very emotional on birthdays. I do get a little bit thoughtful, particularly on the evening before a birthday. I really like all of that kind of like faff of getting the house, like the balloons and all that stuff. It's really nice. And then. We went for kind of rock pooling adventure oh. on their birthday. It was, it was, oh, and it was also, oh. What do you mean? We went to the coast and I'm not going to go into horrible details here. It was really grisly, but there were quite a lot of dead seals and oh. they were not just sort of peacefully dead. They were graphically, oh. graphically ended. Oh no! Uh, on the sea, sea defences. Yes, yeah, I know where you. Um, so it was. It was a bit of a biology lesson. <laughs> Nothing says happy birthday <laughs> than, was... than looking at seal corpses on yeah. a special day. I mean, I guess you talked a lot of death on on their birthday. Yes, we did. We talked a lot about death, and I'm fine with that. I think being open. I think we should all be talking more oh, about yeah. death. You've always talked about doing a death podcast. Oh, yes, I have. Yeah, it's on the list. Yeah. So um, we talked really openly about death, but I just wasn't quite expecting that. So um, and also it'll be a, a memory we all <laughs> recall. <laughs> do you remember when you turned six? Yes, I do. I remember the four dead seals. <laughs> in terms of like, I don't want to go into too much. In terms of the biology lesson. Yeah. I mean, what? I don't. You don't. You don't want to say what you saw. I mean, did you? What did you see? You want to know? I do want you to know. You studied yeah. biology. I did. I studied biology. Oh, I used to love the Hunterian Museum. 
I love the Hunterian Museum in London. Just that was round the corner from my university. Mm. And I used to love going there. Yeah. Seeing all the things in jars. Did you take photos of the... I am really aware that there'll be people listening to this that think, stop talking about dead seals. You are both disgusting. Move <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs> Sorry. So I, I did take photos and I'll show you them after this. Okay, fine. Well, I'm glad it didn't. I feel exactly the same with birthdays. They are emotional. Um, that's I felt really emotional when my mum turned 70 in January and I just all of a sudden thought... Oh, hang on a minute. She's not going to live forever. And I was really upset. And I, I, this is silly. I know, I know that death happens and I'm very open about it. And I just thought that is going to be awful. But there's nothing, there's nothing you can do about it. People die. Um, and yeah, there we go. Did you write all of this in her birthday card? <laughs> <laughs> I should have done. Happy birthday, Sue, even though we should be celebrating your unbirthdays at this point. Yeah, I think that would have gone down really well. <laughs> we oh. do have a, a bad bit to talk about this week, though. Framing this as a bad bit is one way of looking at it, but I think it could be a learning opportunity. It has been a curve, hasn't it? We embarked on working on something that sounded very exciting and like it fit in with our ethos. We probably didn't communicate effectively enough at the beginning of that particular project what our aims are and what our expectations are on both sides. Mm. So we found ourselves in quite a tricky situation a bit further down the line working on a particular project that didn't align with our social aim or anything that we would really want to be particularly involved with. Yes. I think... I have a tendency to really want to skip ahead. Mm -hmm. I don't like dwelling on practicalities and details. Sometimes I just like to get stuck into something and figure it out as you go along. What I learned this week in business is that actually it really is important to hammer out the details and be on the same page as thoroughly as possible before you go into something with business. I think it probably goes for all aspects of business too. Mm. And that if you want to save yourself potential issues down the line, then investing that time in making sure that everyone knows exactly each other's expectations and knows what's going on is really, really, really important. Mm. And I think firming out boundaries as well, mm. like business boundaries, in every aspect, in terms of the hours that you work, the hours, uh, the 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 amount that you communicate with with clients, is something that like those hard boundaries need to need to sort of be firmly, firmly maintained, and that's really hard sometimes because it, it's where that blurred line of of being pleasant crosses professional. We have worked on Soundyard projects, let alone anything mm. we've done together before with, you know, other people uh, for 18 months now. Oh, yeah. And we've never had any test of this for us. No. So I think it's just been one of those weeks where it makes you realise along with the big highs and the incredible things that you get involved with, sometimes you're going to come across issues that feel difficult to resolve, um, but they are all resolvable and and you learn from them. So each week we bring a sound to the table and this week it's your turn, Sophie Little. Should I just play or do you want to have an introduction to it? I'll give you a little background for this. Um, I have been doing a lot of documenting 
recently and also looking back at things I've documented before so and things I haven't intentionally documented like going through old emails and looking back through things I've collected because of a podcast that I'm making this year which is it's tied into so one of the things that I've been doing with my audio recorder for a few years is sometimes handing it to my children and letting them just go off and do what they like with it and I thought I would play you something that got recorded this week by the six-year-old um, who's just had a birthday because we were talking about this the other day how magical audio can be for really capturing the essence of someone I have so many videos of my children and people that I care about but there is something about closing your eyes and listening to them and feeling like it just feels so intimate and personal you remember them exactly how you want to remember them with audio whereas with video you you see everything and it's not it's not what you sometimes want to see and it's often sometimes difficult to see whereas with the hearing you get yeah with audio you get so much more so much more so this is this is the, the six-year-old i have to warn you not much happens in this <laughs> i i i no, will will hear let's go i'm six for my birthday i got a um, a mighty chase transforming car. That's what I got for my birthday. That was yesterday. I'm going downstairs. So I'm just in the hallway. Now I'm in the kitchen. Heading to my dad. Now I'm in the sunroom going past it and I just went past our dog <gasps> dad's not here that's weird oh I wonder where he is I'm gonna back upstairs to finish this off to finish my to finish what I'm doing Um, my sister's actually just playing with this. Oh, it's already going to transform. Now it's finished. Now turn off, mum. And I did. Oh, <laughs> that's the nicest thing I've heard. This is what we mean. You can hear them breathing and like... And the little accents mm. that children have. Oh, it's just oh, my faith is back in humanity and the toy that was important to him. And oh, I found my dad. And the, you've got a sunroom. That's what I'm hearing people say. <laughs> you've got a sunroom. Can you describe you're, it? Because... You're worrying about energy bills and you've got a sunroom. Madam. Hey, can you please describe it? Because it's... it's it's a big window at the end of their house. Yes, it is. It's not a sunroom. Just put that out there. Um, <laughs> I love that you got... I just, it's fantastic. It's so nice. I just think that I want to try and do that more, not just with the kids, but just in general, trying to capture everyday life just with audio, field recording, basically, just going in and, and getting these little fragments 
And you life. can do that on your phone. Yeah. Like, um, we've got nice equipment because this is the industry that we're in. But you, you don't, if you just press record on your phone and just what's really nice if you have got young children or, or someone that you just want to talk to or just capture their voice, just hold it near them and say like, what do you see out of this window? And you will be amazed at what they come out with. Don't interrupt them. Just let it go. Let them breathe. And the thing with children as well is that they're confident enough in their own space to just go around and do that. Mm. Oh, it's beautiful, Soph. It's so beautiful. Okay, time for our podcast swap. Yes, indeed. What you got? This week I am looking at a particular genre. And for a very good reason. I talked last week about the fact that we've been working on a, a soundscape with young people um, to create a medieval soundscape. Um, in, and in one of those sessions that we spent with young people, um, we had an opportunity to quiz a couple of really knowledgeable historians about England and what it would have sounded like in the year 1490 to 1510. Now, I left that session with those two historians. I was buzzing. I remember I, re I left you a message and I was like, these two people are amazing. I can't believe all of this happened. I'm basically living in medieval, in medieval England from what they've described. They did this and they did this. And it was, I was amazed by it. It was thrilling. Um, they transported me back to the streets, what they would have sounded like, the shoes that people would have worn, what worries these people would have had, how they told the time, how they spent money. It was absolutely incredible. For me, it was a real epiphany moment of, wow, this is what it feels like to learn something new and revisit a subject that you had no interest in at all. It was truly engaging learning. Now, I'm not criticising any of my history teachers at all, but I didn't engage with history when I was at school. I just had, I, I just didn't, I, for whatever reason, I found it not interesting. But now as an adult, I, I was completely amazed by this experience. So ever since I've been flicking through um, the archives of The Rest is History, which is, it's usually chart-topping, isn't it? It's absolutely superb. It's a podcast with historians Tom Holland and Dominic Zambrook, and they tell you the most accurate story they can about a particular point in history. And because they specialise in different points in history themselves, they're able to ask questions of one another. And they cover so many different subjects. I've been really engaged with um, the Peasants' Revolt. There's, there's a four-part series that they've got on there, but that's starting with episode 413. So they are long form. They're about 50 minutes long, and there's so many topics on here. I'll have a look at the ones that I downloaded, and then you'll probably get to know a bit more about me. So I've got the um, Peasants' Revolt, just because I love the, the joke, the peasants are revolting, and... Uh, they describe so beautifully why this was such an important part of, of our history and how it created an uprising of not peasants at all, really, of people who just wanted to be treated a little bit more fairly. They go into detail about the king at the time was only 14 years old, 14 and making decisions. And that part of history is 
so fascinating. The fact how people communicated with each other, how they rallied people up via horse, not via text or WhatsApp or social media. And I know that's obvious, but these aren't questions that I'd thought of. How did they find out about um, what was going on? How did they collect tax? What did money, what did, did money equate to in terms of poll taxes? What did that mean? Um, and they describe what London looked like, the fact that uh, Balham was a village and, and things that, uh, you know, there's only one crossing over the Thames. I just, I, I, I was, I closed my eyes and well, usually I'm driving, I don't close my eyes, but if I'm not driving, <laughs> but I am transported there from what they're describing and it's the closest I'm going to get to that Q&A and I just... I just find it really illuminating. It's really, really lovely. But you can, as I say, go back into all different times of history. They do um, things about Romans. And I looked at ones, what other ones were I interested in? The real Da Vinci Code. Uh, When did the Roman Empire fall? Valentine's Day. Um, And the history of that. Tutankhamun, sex in the city. What sex will have been like. Everything you wanted to know about sex in the 18th and 19th century were were afraid to ask. I mean, the question hadn't come to my mind before I just saw the word sex. And thought, that looks good. That's going to be good. And Christmas, like the real history of Christmas. I don't know. I, I loved it. I find it really, really interesting. And uh, if you are a history buff, then you may learn something new and a few more dates and, and, and historic names. But if you just want a good story about something that's that's true and has happened, you've got really two very intelligent people talking about it. And uh, you're there with them in the room. Wow. There we are. That sounds epic. Thank you. All right. I know what I'm listening to this week. Mm. Thank you, Anna. The podcast I'm bringing to the table this week is called The Girlfriends. I am going to talk all about this, but you actually know all of about this, Anna, because we, we both listened to it last summer when it came out. It's a production by Novel and iHeart. And The Girlfriends is narrated by Carol Fisher. And in 1995, she was a divorcee looking for love in Las Vegas, where she worked in the medical community. And a guy called Bob, Bob Birenbaum, comes to town. He's a plastic surgeon. He flies planes. He speaks lots of languages. Um, he's Jewish. Her mum loves that. But there's something off about him. He ticks every box. Yeah. Mm. But there's a feeling. He's kind of perfect on paper. He ticks those boxes, but he's really quick to anger. And he never talks about his ex-wife. And then it turns out that she's actually missing and presumed dead. So Carol and Bob break up anyway. And she tells her friend Mindy all about this and his bizarre behaviour. But Mindy, her friend, also dated Bob. And actually a lot of women in that community in Las Vegas dated Bob and have lots of strange stories to tell about him. So they they form a club dedicated to bitching about Bob. It's bitching and noodles, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Bitching about Bob and eating noodles and figuring out what happened to his wife, Gail. It's a nine-part series. Gail is Gail Katz and it actually uncovers the truth about her death. Uh, the thing I really love about this, you know, we're, we're laughing talking about how this story is told. It's a really, really awful story. But Carol and her demeanour brings such a light touch to the bleakness so it's it's not a depressing slog to listen to. It's a really impressive balance throughout. And she's not an experienced host. It's the first time she's ever hosted a podcast. And she's fantastic. In she it. is fantastic really because she's herself. Yeah. 
Yeah. And completely unashamedly herself. Mm-hmm. The other thing I liked about it was kind of hearing multiple partners of one person talking about that person together and being a bit of a fly on the wall for that. I think I'm a bit nosy, basically. But, it, you know, without even that wider, bleak context of it, just how often does that happen in life? And it felt like a really safe space for all of the women, yeah. didn't it? Involved the fact that they, were, they weren't making light, but they were... Um, felt that space very freely within each other's company. It is one of the podcasts that I've listened to that I've had to speed up because I have to know what happens sooner. Mm. It's that. It's a really important one, I think, this one. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right. And I think that the story is really well told. I really like the people. I have quite a tricky relationship with true crime. Because I think sometimes I want to hear the, the stories, but I find it can be a bit voyeuristic. Mm. There's a lot of glorifying of violence and I find I don't like that. This is the way that any kind of true crime should be done, though. This is kind of personal yes. stories. This is somebody talking about their story as well. You know, ultimately, it's it's Gail Katz's death and, and her story but it is also Carol's story mm. and she's telling it with all of the other people involved in that story. And they're telling it on behalf of Gail as well as mm. this kinship and community. And I think that's a really interesting way to frame a podcast and to deal with something that, you know, is complex and, and sad. And, and sad. I think the final thing I'll say about this is the sound design oh. in it is so good. <laughs> It's so good. It's a lot of vocals and hand claps. And I mean, we've got some hand claps in this podcast, but this is on a different scale. They, um, yeah, it's it's just really lovely, enjoyable sound design to listen to. Perfect match, isn't it? It's the perfect match. Absolutely. So those are our podcasts for the week. Mm. Um, Mine's very much just a dippy in if ever you fancy a story from history, but yours, The Girlfriend's, it, once you start, you won't want to stop. You yeah. need to get that done. And it's it's honestly, you will not regret listening to that. Hey, thanks for listening this week. We're going to be back again next week and every week after that forever and mm-hmm. ever. If you want to get in touch with us, we'd love to hear from you. If you want to suggest that we listen to a podcast or if you just want to say hello, you can. Our email address is hello at soundyard.org. And now it's finished. Now turn off, mum.